0: it's time for your daily cards joe roderick and bob ramsey bring you your weekday cardinals news and notes right here on claims online presented by munganast st louis acura and royal banks of missouri here's joe and rammer good morning. It's May 6th and it's another episode of Daily Cards here on KlabesOnline.com presented by Munganast St. Louis Acura and Royal Banks of Missouri. I'm Joe Roderick joined alongside by Bob Ramsey and Rammer. Yesterday the Cardinals split a doubleheader. Very, very good first game, but second game got a little bit away from them. Um, I guess to start off Today we, we talked so much lineups yesterday about giving guys a day off here and there. We really didn't see that yesterday with the Cardinals. It felt like Mike Schilt wanted to go out there and win two games and then give the guys a day off today.
1: Well, you know, though, I was I, uh, I reluctantly give you credit because that's the way I roll with you. Um, the uh, You kind of called the Carpenter thing. Um, you know, we debated that on yesterday, and you called that pretty well. I think I, I had no problems with the way uh, Mike played that at all yesterday. And, um, you know, we're only a month into the season. There have been days off. And I think, yeah, you go and, and you try to play the win, especially when you look at guys like Bader and O'Neill who really haven't played that much. So as long as they're healthy, you got you to get your good guys out there to play. So so I really didn't have a problem with that. You know, you mentioned the second game where it got away from a little bit. Um, Oviedo wasn't as good as he was the previous outing, but he's a kid. Those things are going to happen. You know, having said that, there were, there was a it's interesting. I it might not have changed the outcome, but both Edmund O'Neill made remarkable diving efforts on balls in the outfield, both had him in their glove for a moment, and both came out. That is no criticism. In fact, I tip my cap to the athleticism, focus, and effort of those two guys. But isn't it funny? How many runs? Would it have saved had they made those two plays? Because um, you never know really what's going to come after that if you change history, you know, you don't know. But th- th- that's how close uh, the pivot point of a game can be. Um, but but having said all that, you always bet a split on a doubleheader anyway. And so that's kind of the way things go. But I'll tell you, the silver lining in all of that is that um, I am absolutely thrilled at how many Cardinals are hitting the ball the other way and beating the shift. And in particular, five years late, but better late than never Carpenter putting a bunt down.
0: (laughs) We saw that. And then we saw Nolan Arenado later in the game also beat the shift where for a hitter as good. And as, as, as long as he has been around and as good of a hitter as he is in his career the fact that they overshift on a guy like Nolan Arenado so much surprises me a, a bit just knowing what he can do with a baseball if he wants to it kind of shows you the where the pitcher is is trying to get inside on him so much that if he leaves one out over the plate Arenado's either going to make you pay like we saw him do on uh, yep. on Monday night, or he's going to hit the ball the other way. Like we saw him do yesterday afternoon. And, and it brings me to this. So we've talked about, you know, giving guys a day off the, the two biggest moves of the offseason, two biggest trades this past offseason were the Mets trading for Francisco Lindor with Cleveland and the cardinals trading with the rockies to get nolan arnado two of the biggest stars in the game yep. uh changing changing teams and making huge impacts with yep. their team and their fan base and the i guess the expectations of their team and you saw yesterday in game 2 francisco lindor was benched in in the game francisco lindor so far this season is hitting 157 he has 14 hits in 89 at bats. He has one home run on the season. He is struggling. Where you look at Nolan Arenado, still hasn't sat out a game. He was supposed to be off on Tuesday night. That didn't happen. He started both games as a doubleheader yesterday. And so far this year hitting 277 with his five home runs and has just been everything the Cardinals have expected him to be both offensively and defensively. And when you look at these two teams with the Cardinals being 18 and 13 this year, and the Mets hovering right around 500 at 12 and 13, it just shows how much of an impact those two guys are making for their team, both positive and negative.
1: I wonder, um, if part of the difference is uh, culture and pressure, pressure versus expectations and um, expectations can be, um, uh, it can be daunting, whether it's organizational expectation, fan-based expectation, both of those matter and could be a factor in New York, but the media expectation and where the media is uh, so pervasive in a city like New York, um, it can, it's a it is a tough place to be an athlete and to be happy. It is a brutally tough place. Now, that's not to excuse it, but it can explain it. And those are two different things. Um, I mentioned, um, I think I was on with Keith Costas uh, talking about Lindor. One of the things that um, uh, gave me pause about how poor his offensive production has been and that he's been drawing a considerable amount of walks and that tells me that he, he doesn't seem to be maybe um, uh, you know for some reason overmatched or whatever but the the numbers are what they are uh, it, it, it's hard to uh, it's hard to hide 14 hits or whatever that number is um, in that many at bats uh, his track record tells you there's no logical reason that snap your fingers and hit the wall and it's over. So um, uh, I suspect that he, he may not have the best year of his career, <clears throat> but I sus- suspect at some point he'll have some bounce back.
0: Uh, I mean, he is uh, he's locked in through 2031 with the, uh, <laughs> with the Mets. So he has a very, very long time. To uh, to get it right there, yeah. <laughs> As they uh, they paid him handsomely, and he'll uh, you know you would think some of that pressure will go away eventually, but you see it. I mean, you you do see it in New York a lot with guys signing those big contracts and having so much expectations early on. Uh, no lineup yet today for the Cardinals and Mets. It's a twelve fifteen game, and before the Rockies come into town tomorrow, but it'll be Tuan Walker facing John Gant. Tawan Walker, a very good story as he was kind of, you know, cast away by the Mariners. Always a a guy that I I enjoyed seeing when he was on the mound. I thought he always had some electric stuff when he was with Seattle and kind of getting a resurgence now with New York. uh, One and one with a three ERA and 27 strikeouts. And then on the other side, you have John Gant, who and we we've talked about it. We've mentioned it before. He wanted that fifth starter spot. He earned that fifth starter spot. And now you're going to have to rip it away from him <laughs> because he is not giving it up on his own. And he is, it looks like he's there to stay in that rotation.
1: Well, the only thing, first of all, I agree with that statement, but, um, uh, point two to his story is he's got to quit walking guys. Um, he, uh, his ERA is brilliant. Um, but his whip, which is one of the stats that that I think is really, really important. Um, whip and strikeout walk ratio are two things that I think can really help you evaluate uh, what a pitcher is doing getting in and out of trouble. Um, so far, he's gotten out of trouble, but if he keeps walking guys at a high rate, that uh, uh, trouble will be always just around the corner waiting on him. You know, now here is uh, one of the things that sometimes um, drives me crazy about hometown announcers. For those who don't know, uh, I'm also a hometown announcer for the St. Louis Billikens. So I get the job. Um, You're not supposed to be the dark cloud hanging over the club guy. You're supposed to be keep everybody enthused. So I get it. It, It's not a criticism of the job, but it does the happy horse manure sometimes drives you crazy. There's my disclaimer. Now I'm gonna give you some happy horse manure. Um, and And that is if you wanna go Extreme in that second game uh, uh, yesterday for the Cardinals. By being so far behind late, the Cardinals were able to use the back of the bullpen and not over, you know, if you were in a close game, tied or ahead in the second game of the doubleheader yesterday, you'd have had to go back to your horses, right? To win the game. By losing, now you keep your guys fresher for today. I know that's an extreme, uh, happy talk, <laughs> happy chalk example of how to look for a silver lining, but that's what I'm going with today.
0: We did we did see we saw Seth Elledge and uh, Bernardo Flores Jr. and Cody Whitley. So those are those are three names that you're not seeing in a two-one ball game in the seventh inning. No. Uh, <laughs> so as you mentioned, you know, hey, when you get that twenty-seventh guy on the roster you use that 27th guy <laughs> <laughs> <That's exactly right. laughs> on the roster. And that's exactly what the Cardinals did yesterday. Hey, speaking of guys at the, the back end of the roster, uh, just quickly um, wanted to mention, I don't know if uh, listeners had heard the story last year about former Cardinal Drew Robinson, who was, uh, who was with the Cardinals uh, a handful of years ago, I think from tw- uh, 2017 to 2019, Uh, He was with the Rangers and the Cardinals and played about a hundred games in major league baseball. And the story came out last year um, by, I want to say it was Jeff Passan that wrote the article last year or yeah, last year in, um, in, I want to say February or yeah, February maybe, or even before that, but Drew Robinson tried to commit suicide and I, thankfully was unsuccessful in doing so, but uh, while doing that lost his right eye. And this was a story that made the rounds uh, a few months ago about Drew Robinson. And the, he, he talked about being lucky to be alive, talked about mental health and going and getting help. Well, a feel good story from the other day. Now that minor league baseball is back underway, even though he lost his right eye, Drew Robinson made the giants triple a team. And we'll be playing for them to uh, to open up camp here as teams have uh, teams have started their season. So missing his right eye, still playing major league base or still playing minor league baseball for the Giants AAA organization.
1: With with mental health and in particular um, suicide rates among young people, um, that maybe it is a story of hope, and maybe that story um, uh, people people like us. People in, on social media, in particular, because let's face it, uh, mainstream media, um, younger generation uh, of, of teenagers and people in their twenties, they don't watch much television, like uh, like you did, or even more so, like those of my generation. And um, with this year of COVID that we've had, that um, uh, mental health issues have um, really come to the forefront. And um, you'd, you'd like to think these kinds of stories of hope can reach people who are struggling. You know, we had the, the message from, um, on the NBA side from my friend, Rob Fisher, native St. Louisan, um who works for Memphis in the NBA and, and um, his battle with depression. And um, if, we can, if we can talk about it and get it more out in the open, um, maybe it can help other people. And so obviously, for Drew in particular, we hope he has success in this unbelievable, remarkable comeback story, and even more so. And I, I suspect Drew would think the same thing of helping others to look at that story and to give them hope to move forward.
0: This is Daily Cards here on clabesonline.com presented by Munganas St. Louis Acura and Rammer, also your friends at Royal Bank's.
1: Royal banks of Missouri, where better service means better banking. They've been doing it for over 50 years. And you know, whether you talk about service, well, what does that mean? Is that just, hey, how you doing? Welcome to the bank. Of course they greet you nicely at the bank, but what we're talking about are the services they provide and the way they present them to you and also reaching out into the community, whether it's charitable efforts, uh, whether it's supporting um, organizations in particular, for In our case, athletic organizations, whether it's uh, youth sports, college sports, pro sports, being in the community and involved, that's what Royal Banks is, a big part of the St. Louis community. Royal Banks, for better service means better banking. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender.
0: He's Bob Ramsey. I'm Joe Roderick. This is Daily Cards on KlabesOnline.com. We will talk to you on Friday. St. Louis Acura is celebrating 35 years with Acura. So we're giving you some unprecedented offers, like the all new 2022 Acura MDX. Get 1.9% financing for up to 60 months and 1,000 in loyalty and conquest offers, or get 0% financing on the redesigned 2021 TLX for up to 60 months and
1: $2,500 in loyalty conquest offers. St. Louis Acura, committed to becoming better than ever for you.